0: hello everyone and welcome to the weekly daily podcast my name is chris aka necronami noms joining us as always is our co-host beck hello how you doing i'm doing great how about you Beck?
1: i'm pretty good i actually was at a anime convention this past uh, weekend from thursday to sunday so welcome back
0: how was that it was it was pretty
1: fine it's it's my usual local one here in pittsburgh I think it was like my 12th or 11th time going. So it's hard to find new things. But lately, the new thing for me has just been like playing Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments. Right. <laughs> um, getting my butt beat a lot and eventually winning. But it, that, that, I did a lot of that. Um, a, new, a newer thing that I started doing in anime conventions, a or, or new thing they added was like drag shows. And like, they'll be like, it'll be like anime nerd drag which is kind of cool. And that, that was fun. Uh, right. I usually go to at like 18 plus panels and that one was an 18 plus panel, but it wasn't a pre- the previous year. And the difference was the one queen could take off a lot of. clothes. <laughs> that was the <laughs> only reason it was 18 plus. She's like, just so I can do like, cause like, I don't know if you've ever done like a drag show before, but
0: uh, I've never done one. I've also never been to one. <laughs> well, yeah. been to one. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Normally Queens will like, some of them not normally, but like some of them do like a strip thing where they'll like take their clothes off. This has been more with like, at like a like a bar or whatever. Like that that's part of it. Right. Um, and that that's the only reason that one was eighteen plus, where they just strip down to like whatever their bra or whatever. If they're a guy, like they just pretty much take their shirt off to show that ah oh, their boobs are fake, whatever. Yeah, you know, that. Um, but that 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 was that was cool. There's some nerdy anime ones that I, that show ones that I liked that were funny. Like, the the one person used, like, songs I liked from, like, a a more obscure band that probably, that no one else really knew. It was just, like, me and my fiancé knew the song, as was um, Studio Killers, and I was like, ah, yeah, it's cool. (laughs) And, um, yeah. Uh, But outside of that, you know, it was all usual anime stuff. Cool, got to see whatever the new anime, like. Cosplay that everybody is into. A lot of Demon Slayer, a lot of Genshin Impact.
0: Yeah, those seem predominant uh, from what I've seen in the conventions I've been to this year, at least. It's mm-hmm. been a lot of those. Absolutely.
1: Uh, well, well, what did you do over these <laughs> the days? I was gone.
0: I didn't do nearly anything as exciting. It was mostly just the usual um, grown-up housework and stuff like that um yeah like i've been i've been playing some games but it's been the same ones that i've been talking about and mostly uh the old republic and then Elden ring on the side uh just kind of interchanging those still determined to try to beat Elden ring but i am bad at video games so
1: well, well didn't you like restart your Elden ring
0: <laughs> i did but it uh was for the benefit of things going better this time, which they are. I feel like I've made more progress in this run than I did in the previous run. Uh, yeah. You do a little better when you
1: start over. You, you know what certain things are going to do.
0: Yeah. That's just one of those games where you have to have a plan, it feels like, after just kind of flailing about for a bit. Yeah.
1: Um. As far as games go, I've actually just been playing like my ds <laughs> like i haven't even been playing anything new lately it's just been like i just want to finish some old rpgs before i dive into like some new rpgs that we'll talk about later today
0: yeah oh that's a throwback it's been uh yeah that's cool
1: yeah i was playing one called it's called um Shin Megami tensai strange journey um and that I was originally 24 hours into it, and then I was like, I don't remember the story, so I restarted it. And it took me about 20 hours to get back there, and it's been fun and you know, tough, but I- I've been enjoying it. I just want to just beat it, because I just never beat that one, and I know the next art role-playing game I'm going to play is going to be very similar to it, um, I'll be talking about it later, and, and I'll explain why it's similar. but. Yeah, that's why I, I feel like a drive to beat it. I don't know if I can do another, f- like just push out 40 hours over the course of a few days, but we'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, Shin Megami, ah, Shin Megami Tensei games are ones that you've recommended to me and I've been seeing around and I've been wanting to try them and then uh, I just never end up buying them, especially they only recently in the past couple years or so started making it onto the PC. So that's, yeah. you know, being the main system that I use, not having them on the PC was a barrier. And now that they're on the PC, they're a bit more expensive than if you were to say, purchase them elsewhere, I think because they're newly ported. So they have that premium price for that reason. Actually, no, no. Is it just the same price on a,
1: no, a lot of these games were short printed in America. So if you were to try to buy like the, like my like old DS game I'm playing, I think it costs like $90. Okay because because they're kind of more like obscure uh they go up in price.
0: okay that makes sense then i understand but, um
1: but yeah you will you will like even for like say i think persona 5 will be ported soon i know arena is is it arena the one that's a battle not a battle royale i like a Usos, samurai huh. warriors um one of those uh is on pc which is just like a direct sequel as far as story goes but different gameplay altogether. um like that's accessible and i think persona 5 itself will be on pc soon so like you're still paying full price for a game that's like years old like you're saying yeah where where yeah normally i think if you were to try to buy persona 5 for like ps4 or ps5 you'd probably like save a lot of money like probably like 30 bucks right <laughs> but yeah but if, if, if they ever like re reintroduce some of these like more obscure older ones onto PC. Um Yeah, you're going to pay like probably 40 or $60 or something, but it's better than buying sp- spending like
0: a hundred damn dollars. Right, exactly. That makes sense. I just yeah. I've been seeing that a lot with um games where it just feels like some of these older games are still full price, you know, or just way higher than they should be for how old they are. Uh, I think we talked about this before with like the Call of Duty games are ones that always uh, come to mind where if you look on like Steam or I don't know if they're on sale on Battle.net, but uh, I know like I see them on Steam and they're like, oh, it's on sale and it's $20 for Black Ops. I'm like, this came out like when I was in high school or like right after high school, maybe this shouldn't be $20 on sale. Like what what the actual hell are you talking about? (laughs)
1: Yeah, that should be like a couple bucks. Like, no one's playing that online, I think.
0: (laughs) It's one of those things where if you want to justify the price as being like, oh, some people prefer to play, you know, this version of Call of Duty, you're almost to me just admitting that, like, all the Call of Duties are the same. Like, if you're like, oh, this is worth the same as our current Call of Duty, it's like, why is that? Explain to me why that would be.
1: I agree. And like I feel like (laughs) the same thing can be said for, like, old Nintendo games like not that they ever really get ported far but like if you ever look at like anything that's on the switch right now that came out when the switch came out which was what like five years ago six years
0: ago yeah it was a while
1: um if it like Splatoon's and so, like Mario's
0: those are probably still full price
1: yeah because Nintendo <laughs> I don't know other any other reason than because Nintendo because I, I remember I bought Splatoon 2 like two years after it came out I paid like fifty or sixty dollars for that game. But it's dumb.
0: Yeah, it's pretty dumb.
1: But uh yeah, we can move
0: on to news if you like. If you say so. Yeah. All right. Well, uh the first thing I wanted to talk about here was that Neopets hack. Uh Neopets? like ne- the <laughs> Yes, yes, it is the exact <laughs> one you're thinking of. You don't even have to explain to me because I will answer your question. It is that Neopets. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, it is still existing, if that's what you were wondering. Neopets is still a thing. And um, a hacker has claimed to have access to information on customers with active accounts on the website. Uh, They also claim to have access to the site's source code. So... Neopets acknowledged that there was a breach uh, last week. They uh, also acknowledged that, quote, customer data may have been stolen. Uh, They announced that they had put uh, in an investigation. This will be assisted by law enforcement and a leading investigation firm. They didn't really say what firm, but just a leading investigation firm. Uh, They also urged people to change their passwords. Um, The problem with that is that in the meantime, uh, it looks like there are there is customer information up for sale on uh, a website called Breach.co, which is a popular hacking forum. A uh, user by the name TartarX claims that they have live access to the Neopets data- database. Uh, this apparently has been confirmed by the forum site's owner. They claim to create an account on Neopets, and they had their data sent back to them by the hacker, which would indicate that that proves that they have live access to the information on the site. Um, That would mean that just changing your password wouldn't help because they would just have your new password too. The only thing that would help in this case and what people are doing now is fully deleting their accounts. Um, Also, just so you know, uh, as far as how much they're charging for access to that data, the hackers asking price for a snapshot of the database is... For Bitcoin. For Bitcoin is wildly different across what day you're looking at uh, because, you know, Bitcoin is dumb, but it's around 90,000. When I say wildly different, I mean when I uh, looked at a couple different articles on this story, uh, one estimate was at 94,000, one estimate was around 92,000. Uh, when I looked it up the other day, or whenever I was writing these notes down, um, it was eighty-eight thousand for that much. So very different pricing depending on what day you're looking at it.
1: Yeah, it's like a stock that fluctuates essentially is the best way to just sum that one there up.
0: Wildly fluctuates. Like that's that's pretty unstable.
1: Yeah, that no, yeah, that'd be like a what would be considered a risky stock or something like yeah. that. I forget what it's called. That's weird. What a weird target for a hacker to go to something that like I forget when the Neopets like website came out. Probably
0: like, oh boy, I want it dial up days,
1: right? Like probably 17 years ago. I'm, I'm going to say 17. I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> I, I, ha- I, I actually have an account on that site. Uh,
0: I assume that your payment information is no longer valid. So you're probably never fine paid. there, but I, I
1: never paid for anything. I don't think okay. I ever had the air credit card. Um, Actually, it's older than I thought. The web, Is that the website or is that for the card game or the show? I don't know. They had a show. Absolutely. Um,
0: I literally you know, only knew the website. website.
1: 1999.
0: Yeah, that's dial up days for me. 23 years. Mm.
1: Let's be fair. Our dial up days were a little longer than other people's.
0: Okay. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to say it, though yeah yeah i have seen no explanation as to why this particular company is targeted why this website other than the meme of it like uh, i they probably
1: looked at it as like probably an old site with old code so it's probably good to reach but yeah the meme of it easy target definitely, easy target there's a lot of old code in there probably to sift through and get stuff from probably people who have just forgotten. Like, I, the only reason I had a Neopets account was because my, my fiance actually and I like played this together whenever we first started dating for fun because, like, we liked Pokemon, Monster, anything analog, like stuff like that. So, Neopets was one, and she always played it. She's like, oh, let's play it together. So many bad Flash games and stuff that just don't work anymore. They had to do a lot to make them work nowadays because Flash is dead. Um, yeah
0: yeah i've, I've never go.
1: touched it he, you know what you're not missing it much <laughs> gambling there's <Just> gambling <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'm gonna go with it. it was like for the meme like you said and because there's a lot of old code there and probably a lot of there's some probably old hacking stuff that they could use to just get into it easily
0: yeah um
1: yeah, I, I feel bad for some people who probably still play this and probably put money into
0: it. Or people who have forgotten about it and at the very least some of their demographic data is now just of it up for grabs. Even if they don't have an active payment thing, they still have, you know, their name and uh I don't know if there's like any old address things that you had to put in or anything like that, but there's the potential for that. Uh stuff like that.
1: It's gonna come out that there's some strange politicians that like played this.
0: Is oh, I would a hundred percent want to know that. I hope someone paid ninety thousand dollars just to see.
1: I am. I want to know
0: if one of the weirdest politicians that we know. I want to know if like Ted Cruz has like a Neopets account or something like that.
1: Uh, it's definitely Mitch McConnell.
0: Oh boy, I want to know
1: like if one of the older ones had an account. They're probably a predator.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs>
1: uh yeah this is yep that's goofy it's goofy and (laughs) hopefully they resolve this in a good way
0: yeah i just hope like uh there's not too many people who have their like financial information stolen that would really suck
1: yeah also i feel like people who probably did play this were definitely younger and i don't know uh, like how much money these people are even gonna have and like like i said i whenever i played this i was I don't know. It must have been like eleven years ago that I like made an account on this. I I never put in a card information or anything. Like they're definitely going to get my like my area information and like I played it. Sure, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I'm talking about it. <laughs> so like, uh, I don't know how many people it's going to matter or really truly affect. But yeah, th- this does suck.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, we got some better news i mean very different news uh, just very quickly there is a new fps coming out from uh, romero games uh romero games uh which is a studio va- founded by john and brenda romero uh has a new announced a new fps with a new ip and a quote major publisher uh there wasn't much information outside of that they were looking for um uh they posted new job listings and asked people to apply. Uh, John Romero, for those of you who don't know, was a co-creator behind the first Doom. Um, obviously, for fans of the series and uh, fans of John Romero going forward, uh, having a new FPS from a new IP sounds exciting. Uh, so that'll be really cool to watch. Yeah, he,
1: he apparently played, uh, what was the one? Metal, metal singer, Metal Hell singer.
0: Uh he
1: he liked it so hopefully you know maybe he's got some inspiration to come back into gaming from there or whatever he's been doing so that's cool
0: yeah I didn't know uh, some of the other games that uh, he was involved in Um, when I was looking into this uh, so Romero Games actually uh, did uh, Empire of Sin which I don't know if you're familiar with that one
1: familiar with the name
0: it's like a it was like a like kind of strategy type thing, um slash management sim almost. Uh where you play as like uh Chicago gangsters kinda. Um huh. uh, and like the combat is like top down strategy type stuff. Uh it was it's it's a pretty cool looking game. Uh I've seen some gameplay of it. Uh very different from like Doom uh obviously but uh didn't know that was from Romero games. So that was cool to find out.
1: Yeah, there were some old games I was looking into that, that he like worked on but that I never really like played much of. Like I think there was some like Might and Magic stuff that he worked on that I think I liked. Oh, cool. He's been around for a while. I don't know if he worked on all of them, but it might have been just like one or two.
0: Right. Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. A lot. <laughs> I mean he's been in the industry for a while, so that makes sense. Yeah, if you ever want to go down a long list of games, he's he's got one. Uh, Okay, we'll uh, follow up here with uh, some new information on uh, our recurring topic of uh, Activision Blizzard. Um, So, uh, first off, uh, QA workers at Blizzard Albany, which was formerly Vicarious Visions. have announced the formation of uh, Game Workers Alliance, uh, Game Workers Alliance of Albany, a new union. Uh, Vicarious Visions was—we actually talked about them, I think, a couple weeks ago. Now, uh, this was actually the company or the studio that did, uh, like, the Crash Bandicoot remaster. They did uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skaters One and Two, uh, just as examples. Uh, Very good games, very uh, well-known, established games. Uh, They're a very good studio. They got folded in to work on Diablo. Um, So they got turned into Blizzard Albany instead. Uh, But the QA workers are looking to start a union. Uh, They have asked Activision Blizzard to formally recognize them. Uh, Given how that's gone for Raven Software, for example, in the past, that's probably not going to happen. So it's more likely they will go through a National Labor Relations Board vote. That's probably going to happen, obviously. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, But there is more job action going on with uh, Activision Blizzard as days later, workers across the U.S. uh, staged a walkout. Uh, this walkout was in the name of, among other things, gender equity and workplace improvements. Uh, They had demands that included uh, funds to relocate people in states and countries, passing discriminatory legislation. Uh, We've talked about that. Uh, That was something that uh, Creative Assembly offered, um, and I believe Bungie also offered that for their employees as well. Uh, So it seems to be a little more common in the industry. It's a growing thing, and they're looking to have that added Uh, as well they are also looking for the ability to work remote for those that need or wish to uh, for whatever reason uh, they would like to have that freedom Uh, a lot of companies uh, we've heard have been trying to get people to go back particularly in the uh, game dev industry Uh, they've been trying to get people to come back to the office and uh, so these people are looking to uh make sure that they don't have to if it's unsafe for any reason or if they just need to stay home for some reason
1: yeah i feel like especially in like games like video games i I feel like there's no reason for people to like work in in a studio together like you should be able to work from home I, i don't i don't get it unless like there's been a direct example of like work not getting done i feel like there's no reason for them to like work not work from home they they should be able to work from home that's that's crazy to me
0: yeah if there is some kind of provable decline in production or something like that then it would be like okay you need to come home but or come back to the office uh it doesn't make any sense it's really just one of those things that like it it's a very small way of thinking where you're just like well they have to be in the workplace to work uh that like a lot of places across the board just whatever industry you're in think that like that's necessary and it's very much not you can get work done and not be just at a desk in an office where like you have to look busy all the time it's really just more stressful and it's been shown to be less productive even than just having people work in a comfortable environment where they can take a take a 10 minute breather if they need to or just like uh not have to look busy even if they're doing something
1: yeah i've my current job i've done for a few years now it's always been work from home and uh it's great (laughs) Uh, as long as work gets done on time there's no complaints (laughs) so if you have deadlines i i feel like if they're being met there's no reason for you to go work at a place (laughs) that one small downside of working from home is like sometimes you have that sensation of like work never feels like it's finished.
0: That's yeah. That it. is something that um, I've heard about where it's like, especially if you're someone who works on a computer, for example, well, if you use your computer for recreation, you're doing work at your recreation site and vice versa. So it's like, it, it has that feeling of like things kind of bleeding together uh, w- between your work life and your not work life.
1: Yeah. Definitely gives you anxiety and stuff like I, I don't even like being on my computer. I don't even like work really at my computer, but I turn in stuff at my computer. Sometimes I'm like, eh, you know what? I'm just going to go chill somewhere else if I can do it.
0: Yeah. I've been playing on my DS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all we got for that. I mean, if there's anything that comes of it, we'll always be coming back to it because... Activision Blizzard is never not in the news. So we do try to skip weeks. Like I, I try real hard to just take a week off from it, but there's some things that are worth mentioning.
1: Like at our podcast core, like Blizzard is like a part of the reason why we like got back into, like got into like doing this, like cause it's not always talked about. I feel.
0: Yeah. I mean, it. it is one of those things that is definitely commonly talked about. Now you, you see, stuff on this specific company all the time but it is one of those things where it's like it was crazy to us to see uh this kind of stuff in the gaming world where it's like oh this is not so different from just scandals you hear in other businesses uh across the board too so like hearing about it here that was one of the things that did get us into it was there's a lot of stuff to talk about that isn't just video games in the video game world and it's interesting to explore that and expand on it yeah do
1: we want to talk about
0: the multiverse um i don't know if there's much to say on it right this second i definitely want to uh play it um before the next podcast uh here's the problem so multiverses is is what we're talking about um it's been
1: uh, oh we're talking about
0: (laughs) oh what are we what are we talking about (laughs) No, 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 that's what we're talking about. Okay, don't confuse me. (laughs) Maybe I was talking about different dimensions and stuff. The multiverse. Well, because of the upcoming games, which we will get to. um, Yeah, no, multiverse is what we were talking about. And um, the problem is the open beta just started today as of recording. So we didn't really have time to actually play through it and uh, see what it's like. Uh, So we only have uh, whatever people are talking about, which... The main thing I see is people hate Taz. Um, Yeah,
1: I see that a lot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I guess we're going to find out why that is if they don't patch it by the time that we get to it. Um, But uh, yeah, I was looking to try it. I mean, I I do like trying some of the new uh, Smash likes uh, that are coming out. I kind of thought that this one was kind of dumb at first, but if it plays good, whatever.
1: What, what is, is it like, is the, so like, first off, for people don't know. It's like a smash style fighting game. That should be enough to explain it. And the, the connecting features Warner brothers.
0: Yes. Is that right?
1: So which would be like DC, HBO, Turner yeah. Entertainment and Cartoon Network. Yes. So there's, I don't know how many characters there are. I don't know if it's worth going over all the characters, but like, I think like Batman, Bugs Bunny, Finn from Adventure Time, Jake even. It has one original character. I don't remember their name, but it does have an original character. It was like a it reindeer. Has... Yeah, 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 It's cute. Um Harley Quinn. Um Taz. <laughs> uh Garnet from um whatchamacallit? Uh
0: Steven Universe? Steven Universe, that's it. Garnet's the best character, so not that's the only character. In <laughs> um it also has Arya Stark. Yeah. Which is, you know, a little different from everything else we said.
1: Yeah, that's the Is that the one HBO one? I guess Harley Quinn is DC and probably HBO.
0: I guess. I don't I don't know uh where the other shows are. DC's like all over the place, so it's hard to figure out where things are specifically from or where they pulled that specific character from. Um, yeah, there's like Rick and Morty yeah, that one's oh, going to be one of the newer ones I think. The Iron Giant. Which that's cool. Yeah. Uh,
1: Arya Stark is the only
0: one that I remember I've seen that is not a cartoon or animated. Yeah. I guess well, DC is technically not animated, but like I feel like they're yeah. pulling those specifically from animated series. Yeah. Maybe. I, I don't know. All, all of them are cartoons. Yeah, I mean uh, they they turn her into well, a cartoon they, for this but well, they didn't do like fmv like old moral combat stuff to it
1: <laughs> yeah there's like uh, two scooby-doo characters no scooby-doo it's shaggy and velma
0: which shaggy um, was the one that people were excited about because they just took the uh ultra instinct shaggy meme and put him in
1: this yeah which is crazy like bonkers that they did that
0: which is the best thing they've done, I think, in this is if there's any good that has come of this, it's officially recognizing the power of Shaggy.
1: <laughs> will he use more than one percent of his power? Um I don't know. Uh there's um there's also LeBron.
0: Oh yeah. I guess that would be the other not cartoon character.
1: Well how who was he um in um, what's call it the, the new Space, Space Jam.
0: Jam, yeah, yeah, so technically cartoon, I guess. Yeah, he was cartoonified for that, I assume. Yeah, I didn't watch it, so because like in the original Space Jam, he, uh, Michael Jordan, wasn't technically a cartoon, no. So I don't know if they did that in the new Space Jam because I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it either. So. <laughs> someday I will, I'm sure. Maybe. But
1: yeah, we'll we'll probably play this since it's free.
0: Yeah, I'm interested in trying it just to see how it plays. Um, you know, Smash costs money, so we play something I, that doesn't cost money. That's I mean, we both own Smash. To be fair, I it's complicated for me. No, I don't own it on my account. Is the problem? That's, you should just
1: physically own games.
0: You what know. Do you do? I would Dude, I would like that very much, Beck. Um, I physically don't mind. I even have the pre-order
1: coin or whatever that was. The coin. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll try this. I I don't know what to think of it. I'm not going to say it's probably better than Smash. I actually played some Smash whenever I was at the convention. Got nice. my butt beat by everybody. Yeah. Which is great. Um so we'll see how this goes. Uh well you recently played like um the Nickelodeon All Stars or whatever. Like so like that's like Smash also, right?
0: Yeah, but it's bad. Well, we can it hope was, this is bad. It was, it was a it was a fun time playing with friends, but it definitely wasn't like a good game. It had a lot of like net code kind of issues. There's a lot of lag going on. Uh and like some of the characters were just okay or bad or just OP. Like there was no like, average kind of thing. uh, They had weird moves and stuff, so... Yeah, I don't understand great.
1: how there isn't, like, good netcode for everything. Uh, Like, rollback netcode.
0: So, it was supposed uh, to have good netcode. Like, I that was one of the selling points, and then, like, when you play it, though, it's just super laggy.
1: Huh. Does it use a server, or do you just connect to another person?
0: Um... I assume it uses a server because um it seemed to be the same, regardless of who was hosting. I right. could be wrong huh I don't know, yeah, anyways, uh, we'll talk about some upcoming games. Uh, which is where I talk about how I was confused because you said the multiverse, and then we're like, "Oh, not that one." And I was like, "Oh, are you talking about this one?" Um, hey, I've
1: been talking about like different dimensions of space.
0: There's a lot of things that the multiverse could be. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, this first game is Captain Velvet Meteor: The Jump Plus Dimensions. Uh, that's, that's a lot. It's a long title. It's a big title. Uh, coming out July twenty eighth. Uh, this is for the Switch only. Uh, this is a tactics game, which is featuring characters from the Shonen Jump Plus catalog. Uh,
1: yeah, well, the, the the um, they're not just like the main characters. the main The main character is like a little boy who like just moved in Japan, and he has like a he, like a creative imagination. And then I guess he probably reads like Jump, um, Shonens, and stuff. So that's probably where all these characters come from. But yes, there's a lot of characters from, except one, a lot of shows slash mangas that aren't popular to Western audiences, except one. Um, Yeah, you're going to give the whole roster?
0: Yeah, I'll go ahead. Um, So the first one, which is the one that most people probably know, is Lloyd Forger from Spy X Family. Uh, Then we've got Hibino Kafka from Kaiju number eight. Uh, We have Gabimaru from Hell's Paradise, Jigo Kuraku. Uh, We have Kofune Ushio from Summertime Rendering, which that one I've heard of, but I don't know anything about. Uh, We have Chrome from Heartgear. We have Slime from Slime Time. We have Princess from Tis Time for Torture, Princess. I'm curious about this one now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And then we have Chloe Love from Ghost Reaper Girl.
1: Yeah, I don't know most of these. I had to look a lot of these up yeah. outside of just maybe hearing about some of these. Obviously it's by family. We all know that one. It's pretty popular in the West, but like a lot of these just weren't popular. And I think that might be the idea for like Western audiences to play this, to just be like, This is characters cool, I'm gonna go play or watch
0: or read this manga. Yeah. Um,
1: did we mention this is a tactics game? <laughs>
0: I I hope I did because I read directly from the notes. I thought, but yeah, this is a tactics game. So the the people you're tacticsing, and in, in addition to your character, are also these characters that I mentioned.
1: Yeah, it looks like like you're fighting a bunch of like sci-fi like monsters, um, and like I will say, the style of it, as far as just like the actual like models in the game, kind of look American-made, like not Asian-made. If that makes sense. Yeah. I I don't know the nicest way to put it. It just doesn't look like a normal Asian, like, strata-style, like, really nice-looking game. But, like, there's, like, these manga frames that when the characters talk, those look excellent. They look like they're just straight out of whatever manga, whatever character's from. They look great. But, like, the characters themselves do look very Western. Like, if someone told me this was a Western developer, it's not... um, I would be like, yeah, this looks like it.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty weird, like, it definitely looked a little off to me when I thought of it as, like, a a Shonen Jump uh, crossover game. Yeah. When does
1: this come out?
0: This comes out on the 28th, so that's this Thursday. And it's only for Switch? It's only for Switch, as far as I can see. Okay. Next up, we've got Bear and Breakfast. This is coming out Thursday as well. Uh, This is on bear PC like, only,
1: they're like b-e-a-r-b like B-E-A-R, bear.
0: Yeah. yeah i don't yeah 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 <laughs> i guess that's a good distinction to make
1: hey if i just said hey it's bear and breakfast uh, hey what does that mean <laughs> even if i do say yeah bear like the creature i'm like am i gonna get mauled to death like what type of game is this
0: i uh, know this is referring to a bed and breakfast but you're a bear Uh, which is basically what it is. It's a management sim in which you manage, uh, you build and run a bed and breakfast, but you're a bear. Uh, It also has adventure elements to it, so it's similar to, think, like Stardew Valley, except instead of a farm, you're managing a bed and breakfast. Uh, The other thing I noted was this is actually published by Armor Games Studios, which, yes, it's that Armor Games. Makes me feel old (laughs) hearing that name. Yeah, uh, I thought that was cool. I don't know. That was uh, interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's interesting to see that they're doing things other than, like, what, like, browser games. Like, that's all I played. Like, that was one of the few, right?
0: Yeah, that's the only thing I knew about them was the browser games when uh, I assume they moved on past that to, you know, publishing games and stuff. Yeah. Which is kind of cool, actually. That's a natural progression for a site that... Doesn't really work anymore, right? Those are Flash games. I'd imagine. I can yeah. look. There's no way armor games. <laughs> uh, it works. Huh.
1: Same people? These are definitely the same people?
0: Man, you're something new every day, don't you?
1: are they? They are the same people, right? Like, 100%? Are you asking me?
0: No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because I'm the only other one here.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I guess they sponsor games. Is Armor Games Studios different from... No, it's the same icon. They better be the same company.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm assuming they're just uh, from the same browser game people that we know. It's just they went on to do that. It
1: went on to isn't exactly the right. word. They still do all the other stuff, too. Apparently. Oh. Maybe they just whatever games were like easily portable from Flash. They just kept. I'm not playing any of these. No, it's
0: not. Now is not the time. Now is not the time. Anyways, uh, another game here. Uh, We got Lost Epic. Uh, this is coming out. This is leaving early access on the 28th as well, uh, Thursday. Uh, this one's on the PlayStations and PC. Um, this is a side-scrolling ARPG. Uh, just you know, side-scrolling hack and slash type deal. Uh, It has uh build customization. It has some other fun stuff. It's got like fishing, I see there. Uh, stuff like that. Uh, one of the points of sale for this is that uh the main illustrator is uh nami or namie i'm not sure how to say that uh they've done artwork for fake grand order they've done artwork for azure lane and arknights as well so uh someone who's been in the industry uh very good artwork i like the i like the artwork that they show there
1: yeah the artwork's really pretty like i, I saw i watched some videos on this it it looks like the models, the enemies, the main character—they all look nice. Or main characters, there's multiple characters, I guess, avatars, whatever. Just the execution of it looks a little—I don't want to say rough, but just not not clean.
0: Yeah, it does look a little wonky, and yeah, reminds- yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of, like, some of the old, like, Asian uh, side-scrolling platformers I used to play that were, like, aggressively hard is what it reminds me of, where, like, it was difficulty for the sake of difficulty, like, I don't know if this game will end up being that hard or not, but, like, I, I remember playing a lot of these games where it's just, like, you, you gotta hit a normal enemy, and you gotta hit it, like, ten times to kill it, and it's just, like, that sometimes feels bad, like, even in Dark Souls, a normal enemy may be able to kill you in, like, two or three hits, but you ain't, you, you ain't gotta hit it, like, ten times like that that's what some of these games feel like it does have the souls like uh tag to it and has co-op i don't know what the exact what that means probably like all, online co-op but uh yeah if you're into the like the art artist maybe give this a try i would say at the very least
0: they also call out their voice actors um which uh are at the very least from anime that i've at least heard of if not seen uh they have some from uh, Asobi Asabase. They have uh One Punch Man uh and they have someone from Drugstore in Another World. So That's some at least game. moderately popular to pretty popular anime. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I might give this a try. I'll at the very least like wish list it and maybe get it on sale.
0: Yeah. Um
1: I will say though, uh, a game I talked about I think last week, the um little noah one was it last week or the week before
0: i think it was the week before i did beat that game congratulations (laughs) yeah yeah
1: really fun i'm gonna go back to it it, because they they said they're gonna update it and stuff but that's another side scrolling game kind of like in the same vein Uh, really enjoyed it i'm gonna keep playing it i want to do art of it i love it
0: (laughs) well congratulations thanks uh, another one real quick. We've got a uh, sweet transit uh, that's going to be on PC. This one's uh, also coming out on Thursday. This is just a city builder where trains are the only form of major transit. So the main idea is that you're building cities around uh, your railroad system, uh, considering there's no like cars or anything. It's just trains. Uh, so you have to kind of manage how you build your railroads around your city. How does that work? Like, how does that world work? It works however you make it work. <laughs> I,
1: I, yeah, you get what I'm saying, though. Like, they're just like, no, no roads, no, like, off-road vehicles like a Jeep or a four-wheeler. I uh, do,
0: I do not know the story behind it, because you have to imagine they have still have horses or something at this point. I guess which... this is
1: probably based in, like like, the... 19th century so like 1800s or something
0: but they still had horses and they still used them Is a horse a form of transit like I would yeah? I would yeah. say so
1: I say so. <laughs> like, <laughs> so so like yeah the game does look nice like the houses and buildings and trains and stuff at the very least I don't know how much this game will be For some, I don't like when people say this game's going to come out in like a few days and then they don't tell say, say the damn price
0: um, yeah that is pretty irritating,
1: yeah. so if you're like a trained person, I'm sure you'd like this, yeah, or city management train trained person, but
0: those, those there's ones. an intersection. there's a Venn diagram there where this fits for you.
1: It's like playing like roller coaster tycoon and quote unquote, the roller coasters are trains kind of
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. which yeah, means you're... you can kill people with them, I'm sure, oh, sure. I mean, that's what a lot of people do in Roller Coaster Tycoon.
1: Yeah, I definitely murdered a lot of people. <laughs> made a little spot of water and just dropped them in it. <laughs> or made the train go full speed and they just died. Or okay, little, we little, should
0: move on before we need to get a psyche evaluation for you. The little needle, you make it go
1: up to the top. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about.
0: Anywho... <laughs> Next up, uh, coming out Friday, we got Digimon Survive. I'm going to let you take this one because this is one that you had told me about, which is the only reason I knew about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited for this one. I, I'm actually this is this is the game I was talking about that I'm trying to beat Uh, the Shin Tensei Strange Journey so I can go on to this uh, RPG. So this is a the new Digimon game that's been like in anticipation for like four years, I want to say May, maybe less than that, maybe three or two. But like so, it plays like a strategy RPG where, think think like, um, n- not not like, oh man, what's the normal strategy RPG that everybody knows? Fire Emblem. Not exactly like that. Think more like, there's another Shin Megami Tensei game called uh, Shin Megami Tensei Devil Survivor. It plays almost exactly like that to like a T and it's just reskinned for Digimon. Like, like, if you ever play a Shin'Gami Intense game, like, how you get new demons is you talk to them and you, like, negotiate a deal with them. Normally, it's, like, giving them money or, like, letting them, like, take some of your energy or, like, a certain item. The Digimon Survive is, like, the same way where you're going to negotiate with a Digimon to join your party, which is something. Yeah, that's it's, cool. It's very similar. Uh, but for the most part, what's, what I thought was interesting about this and a little, for me personally, I'm a little upset about is it is part visual novel now which is great and all you can almost argue that for like persona games like they're practically a visual novel but slash slash, like life management but it's more what the developer said is it's like 60 to 75 percent visual novel and the rest of it is actual gameplay (laughs)
0: like okay
1: yeah yeah which like which is great for other people but like even whenever i play like a persona style game like I enjoy the life sim slash the visual novel parts of it, but I really enjoy the combat. So, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that, but yeah. It, it's got the same normal Digimon theming of, like, if you ever watched season one of Digimon, where, like, a bunch of, uh, like, middle schoolers get just whisked off to, like, uh, the, another world, essentially, <laughs> whenever they go to camp. Like, children don't go to camps; so you're just going to get taken to a world of monsters. seems to happen all the time in these these video games slash animes and stuff. So, same idea. That's what Digimon Survive is.
0: Okay. Uh, Yeah, no, that's really cool. I mean, I didn't know it was going to be mostly visual novel. I did see uh, some screen caps, and uh, they had the visual novel element there. So, uh, that's pretty interesting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it it looks quite nice, too. So, like, it's pretty... And, like, if you just look at screenshots, you're gonna be like, yeah, this is a tactical RPG, but, like, 60 to 75% visual novel, which means 25 to 40% of it is, like, all the fighting and stuff. Which, you know, if you look at a lot of other games, like, what percentage of your game is actually, like, a lot of talking and, like, decision-making, but if you think of, like, a visual novel, if you ever played one... Essentially, what that means is it's going to be branching paths and like building up relationships, essentially like, oh, you're going to talk to this person, you're going to make some decisions, and that's going to like start a path based on how that person responded to your decision. And they're like, you might be locked into like a negative or a positive path with them. I'm not saying it's a dating sim. I don't think it is a dating sim. I just think you're building a positive or negative relationship with someone or like, there's not always like a good or bad answer. It's just that's your answer type of thing. So like, there's gonna be a lot of that.
0: Yeah, uh, I will say when you said um, if you think about it, it makes sense because how much of a game is talking versus gameplay. Most games are gameplay over talking, although if you're talking JRPGs, yeah, that is a different story entirely, which actually makes sense here.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, like I'm currently playing Shumgami Tensei Strange Journey and like there's a lot of talking sometimes and like in between the talking, I'm probably like trying to fight a bunch of monsters to get to my next talking point essentially or the the next boss but like you got to balance out like how much like grinding isn't technically necessary in a game like that's just kind of the in-between fluff technically and like how much of it is me just trying to recruit a new enemy a new enemy a new monster (laughs) and like so like that's probably going to be how this is too i don't know like i did say it's gonna probably it does seem like a reskin not not exactly reskinned but similar to SMT, Devil Survivor, um, that game's key mechanic was that, like, you only had a certain amount of time to do all these, like, uh, life simulator slash visual novel parts. So, like, you could only, like, help X character for so much amount of time, and that would progress a clock, essentially. So this game might be similar, where, like, yeah, there's, like, three or four people to help, and you do know how to help them and the right answers, but you don't have enough time. Maybe you can only help two people, and the other two might die so that might be how it goes people might say that sounds dark for digimon digimon has always been dark america just made the english version of it lighter it was always very dark
0: i think that's true for a lot of the children's show type things yeah americans um
1: babies and don't know oh, i'm not gonna say like i just think american people who censor things and change uh how things are depicted is horrible <laughs> and don't think we can take that, but yet we're a whole culture based on like guns and stuff. So,
0: yeah, but Bandit Keith didn't have a gun. He should have. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a barrel dragon didn't have giant barrel guns on him. He had cartoon barrel guns that still shot energy bullets. They still kill.
0: <laughs> no, they send you to the shadow realm.
1: That's where Kazuki Takahashi is
0: okay then (laughs) one more game that we're probably not talking a long time about um, no actually we're not uh, xenoblade chronicles 3 is coming out uh, hotly anticipated uh, third installment of the xenoblade chronicles series
1: (laughs) you have a good note for this one
0: (laughs) I yes uh, my note for this is xenoblade chronicles comma but 3 yeah. Uh, have you I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Have you played one of these? No, I have not. Um, I'm sorry.
1: Just if, I, I just to say I didn't play any of these either. Yeah. I've just watched people play them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like I I've seen gameplay of it and it looks fine. I have nothing to say about it. Like again, it looks fine. I'm sorry if you enjoy the game and are excited for the new release, but it's probably something you're already familiar with. And it probably doesn't have much going on except for some crazy new system that's kind of similar to the last game somehow, or maybe it's different, but it functions the same. I don't know.
1: Yeah, like I feel like people they were listening were probably expecting me to have like a type of rant to go on with this because I always do for RPGs because I love them. But Xenoblade is just not one that I've played and I don't think I will. No not for any reason. I just have other games to play. And I have friends though, like a lot of friends that are anticipating to play this, so I will definitely hear things from them. So if it is drastically worse than Xenoblade Chronicles 2, um or one,
0: I'll I'll definitely know.
1: <laughs> so yeah. I can we can definitely talk about if it is received well.
0: Yeah. I uh I like I am the same boat where I just have other games to play. I think if I acquired this game somehow for like a very cheap price or if it somehow just ended up in my library, I'd probably play it. Like I if I had the first one somehow, I'd probably play it, but it's just not one that's on my list given the other games I have to play. I wonder cuz we're not
1: actually going to talk about this game. I should at least do the service of looking up like how much the older ones are.
0: Right? I mean, it's Nintendo, right? So Well, to be fair,
1: whatever I say, Nintendo games don't lose their value. I just mean in general, like, Nintendo fully... Like, does developed even make sense? Like, Nintendo super owns that property. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't know how how much they own of, like, a Xenoblade. So I'm just going to look up Xenoblade on Amazon and see how easily we could get a Xenoblade 1. I'm going to go with no. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you're going to pay like 50 bucks.
0: Uh, No, I'm not.
1: Yeah, if like the definitive edition Xenoblade Chronicles. Like that's that's a $51 game on Amazon or 57. I don't know the difference Uh, Two, that's just two, not like the other version, I assume because there's like the other one. Yeah, like the bait. The standard one is a full priced game still. So what do you mean? That's a sell. It was sixty five dollars. Now it's fifty nine
0: ninety nine. Mm, yeah, like I said, I'm not playing it. Uh. Hey, the special edition is like
1: six hundred fifty dollars. Anyways, okay. uh, the, 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 there's like a DLC for it. They're like, I think it's a DLC. It's an expansion pass. I think it's like a whole another game. I think
0: for six hundred fifty dollars.
1: No, 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 no. That's nine dollars. Oh. I think because we watched a speedrun of it yes. during GDQ and it was called something else.
0: Yeah, I Tor- don't remember.
1: Porna. Tor- yeah. I don't, you know, I don't play these, but that's also like on a nearly full price game. So yeah, never mind. These aren't easily easy to get even though they're years old. Yeah. So you know, this is just reinforcing the Nintendo thing.
0: Yeah, that's the thing where I'm just I I am absolutely not willing to play full price for like a several years old game. Absolutely not.
1: <laughs> yeah, like there's like some new like so Atlas the people who make Shimigami Tensei and all those games under it. Like they, I think, published or developed the Thirteen Sentinels. Aegis Rim. Like we talked about that like a few months ago, right? Yeah. That was a weird strategy, one like that game. You know, full price was sixty dollars. Came out not that long ago, as far as the, like the re-release of it, not the old PS4 version or whatever. You know, it's forty dollars right now. That's thirty three percent off, twenty bucks. Like, not so like that. That's my example of like Nintendo doesn't own the property technically, kind of like where I guess Xenoblade they probably do. Therefore, it'll never lose value.
0: Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm still not buying it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So many games that I'm just like looking at now that I'm going through Amazon that are like obscure RPGs that are like on sale that aren't Nintendo properties.
0: Well, um, before you get too deep, we can go ahead and head out. Yeah, (laughs) we've reached the end of the list and we have no more games to talk about. So unless we want this to devolve into you just browsing a list. Uh, online, I think we can uh, saddle up and ride out, partner.
1: Today on list browsing, (laughs) I'm going to browse lists of
0: RPGs. And I'm going to go bash my head against the wall. (laughs) All righty, then. Let's go ahead and uh, head out. Thank you all for listening. Appreciate it. And uh, we're going to see you next week. Yeah, see you later. Don't forget to do your dailies. And your weeklies.